Hey guys, welcome back to Discover Springford. This is the first episode with the new and slightly improved me. I'm standing in front of Springford High School, and today I'm very excited to sit down with President of Springford School District School Board, Joe Cerisi. I'm Jeff Desiato, a local realtor, aspiring actor, and transplant to the Springford area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Springford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Springford a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Springford. Joe, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show. We really appreciate having you. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, so why don't we go back, um, tell the viewers a little bit about yourself your little bio and um, how you got from where you were career-wise, business-wise to stepping into being involved in the school board. So around 19, it was 1998, I was living in Miami with my wife and newborn son um, and had an opportunity to work in Philadelphia, go back and forth between Miami and Philly for Playbill and started to come up here and about a year into two weeks in Miami, two weeks in Philadelphia, they said, would you like to move to Philadelphia area and take over the, the market in Philly? So well, our families from the Northeast, from the New York area, we said, you know what? Our son won't know his cousins <laughs> yeah. so far away. Why don't we go back? So we moved back. And we spent a year looking for a home. We, we lived in Chesterbrook for a year. And we looked everywhere. And we came out toward Springford. And I really didn't know much about the Springford area at yeah. the time. And... Uh, we bought, at the time, was new construction, which wasn't much. Yeah. Um, in, in 2000, 2001, we moved into the home. It was mostly farmland. Yeah. And our son was a baby. He was, I think, at that time, he was almost three. And I decided, you know what? I wanted to get involved in the community. So I answered an ad in the Mercury. I said, looking for candidates. <laughs> um, and the positions were uh, Limerick Township Supervisor, School Board, anything you'd be interested in. I said, well... Maybe I'll do school board because I have a child that's going to be in the system. And I decided to run for school board. Yeah. Um, and ran, and I didn't know how to run then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it was all of Spring, um, all of Roarsford, all of Spring City that's in the district and part of Limerick. And I went to everybody's door, not knowing there were lists and I had no idea. And yeah. the big initiatives that I saw was a district this size, there was no orchestra. Um, and educationally, Spring Forward wasn't really at the top of its game. So I ran on those issues, um, and I won, Yeah, I think, to a lot of people's surprise, because <laughs> I got to know a lot of people. It was right. wonderful. So, um, and spent the last 12-plus years, well, it was 14 years. I lost one election and yeah. came back for two, but um, spent 14 Still years with the Still holds a bitter place in your heart. I yeah, think. it is <laughs> what it is. You grow from it. You right, know that? Yeah. Um, but Springford has been a wonderful opportunity. I mean, my son just graduated. Oh, wow. Um, so it was a real, it was a journey yeah. um, from beginning to end for me to be part of the process. So how many years or even months was it from becoming a resident of the area to getting involved in the school board? So we closed in that house. I think we closed in April of 2001. And I ran, it was about eight or nine months later. Oh, so not very long at all. No. Yeah, I feel like that, that's similar to, to my story of trying to, uh, get plugged in as soon as possible, and that's kind of one of the, the purposes behind the premises behind the show is not to just kind of be a stranger in the town that I'm going to live in for the rest of my life. Right. I wanted to get to know people, get out among 
the community, like you said you did. Which oh, is it, cool. was, yeah. it, the, it was a great thing to do because yeah. you go door to door, you meet so many people. Right. And as you continue, I mean, it was a year process. So I started running in 2002 for the 2003. Yeah. And it's just friends you make and who's out there. And, you know, I, I've made so many great friends from that first election. It's only grown from that. And then when your kids are in the school district, you get to know all the families and everybody, too. Right. Um, but it's a great way to immerse yourself, like what you're doing. You're meeting yeah. everybody. I am meeting everybody. Um, <laughs> I can't keep track of as many people. Well, that's a good thing. A good thing. Yeah. All right. You just keep meeting them. Yeah. So, um, one of the things that was interesting uh, as I, you know, as we sat down and we're talking a little bit beforehand is our shared love of uh, theater and yes. the arts. So you had mentioned that you worked for Playbill. So I worked yeah. at Playbill for 10 years. When the Kimmel Center opened, as a matter of fact, tomorrow will be my 15th year at the Kimmel Center. I wow. came the year after we opened. I went to the Kimmel to do their program book and their advertising. So I've been at Kimmel now 15 years. Wow. Um, my background was a degree from the University of Miami. That's why we were in Miami. Oh, okay. Um, so I. So you I, went to school there and then. My wife and I met in Miami. Oh, okay. Right. And both of us grew up in New York. I come oh, from okay. Long Island, she came from upstate. I said we had to go all the way yeah. to Miami to meet, which is New York of the South. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so it was. Well, that's, it, it's, it, it, I guess it's. It was half the battle then. I guess t- talking your wife to coming up here was probably yeah. not as hard as it would have been if she was a native of Miami. No, yeah. no, to leave Miami. Yeah. No. Right. Um, but you know, the funny thing was when you first when I first came here and first got involved in politics, you were looked at as you didn't belong here. You didn't come from here. Right. Well, we're 17 years almost later, you know, and Springford became my home, and I raised my son. We raised our son here. This was, and I I gave as much as I could and still will continue to give to this district. This becomes home like you're doing. You get immersed in the community, um, and you choose to live here, and that's what I've always said. I chose to live here. You know, I've I've been blessed (laughs) to live here. I mean, it's just a great community. Right. Um, And it's a community that's come a long way in the last almost 17 years. Yeah, now you, uh, I guess you you were originally just a member of the school board, correct? And then, you know, as you're one of the regular members, do you, a uh, couple of the things that you're most proud of that, that changed during your tenure? Well, one of the, some of the big things that happened was around 2005, I guess it was, we built Evans Elementary. We went to build Evans oh, Elementary. Okay. And I don't know if you know the history of Brooke and Evans. No. They're named after the first two families that settled from Limerick, Ireland. Oh, wow. So when we decided to name it Evans Elementary, it was built on a piece of land called the Winnie's Track. We weren't going to call it Winnie's Elementary. Yeah. So we said, I don't want to do that. And, you know, we needed a name. So we said, okay, let's name it after the first family to settle, which was the Evans family. Um, I began to discuss the idea, what about if we bring over the people of Limerick, Ireland, a principal and the mayor, do the dedication of the school so it morphed into a little bit different the uh, mayor couldn't come but the high school principal came and an elementary school principal came and while they were here we sat down had a conversation with them and we set up an exchange program called limerick to limerick oh wow so we've been doing that for almost i guess we're in our eighth eighth year of doing it um it's a great program where we send 12 to 15 kids to Limerick, Ireland for two weeks. They send 12 to 15 of their kids to Limerick, Pennsylvania. That's so and, cool. And these kids have been friends forever once they get, yeah. to get together. And about six years ago, I had the honor of going over to Limerick with uh, two other board members and the superintendent on our own dime. I want to yeah. make that clear. Yeah. People, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, and meeting the people of Limerick, Ireland, and their president, and their prime minister of Ireland, and, wow. and seeing how the program works. And it's, this is a totally unique opportunity. Yeah. There aren't many communities that really know where they came from yeah. and have a program with where they came from. 
Um, so that's, that's really one cool. huge program yeah. in Limerick that we're proud of. Yeah, I did not know that. That's really interesting, especially because it's it's different than the the international programs of other schools, right? Because there's that lineage, the common common thread, and then the language barrier is not right. <laughs> an issue as much as well. So um, that's really cool. How about um, you had said that the Springford uh, district when you first got here is not what it is today. So over the last 12 years, I mean, the bigger push was over the last eight. Well, we go back to starting a strings program. Yeah. We had no strings program. Now we have almost 500 kids involved in a strings program district-wide wow. with a full high school orchestra, one of the biggest around. Um, our AP programs that we had in the district, we offered, I think, five or six programs. We're up to over 20 programs in AP. The college diversity and where our kids go after school whether it's into the military or into the trades. We have one of the best trade schools in the area, the Western Center, up in, off of Greaterford Road. I don't know if you visited the Western Center. No, um, it's a great, beautiful facility. It's uh, three districts. It's us, Potts Grove, and Upper Perk okay. that are all partners. And we've really gone into the programming and, and cleaned up programming where when our students leave, they're going into the, the job fields or they're going into higher education to learn their field a little bit more, but they're very well prepared. Right. Here in Springford, years ago, we were ranked somewhere about 120, 130 in the state of Pennsylvania, the 500 districts. Today, we're ranked ninth. Wow. And I sat at that board table for years and said, 20 minutes away from us, they're number one. Why aren't we? Right. Um, TE is number one. Okay. Why aren't we number one? There's no reason why we can't be. Mm -hmm. And we've seen the district completely turn. Wow. With the dedication of our staff. You know, our, our, our administrative staff, our teachers, beyond anything, have done an unbelievable job mm -hmm. with educating our kids. Our scores are through the roof constantly. Um, we started the first hybrid learning center in the, in the United States with Springs, um, Spring City Elementary. It's a hybrid school. Wow. And a hybrid education, it's three stations during the day. One station is independent oh. learning at their level on a computer. The next station, they learn in a group and with an iPad they do group activity and the third station is with the teacher. So the teacher has a smaller group for part of the day, maybe eight kids. And then the whole class will come together. Right. But we saw test scores skyrocket that we now we're doing it at Warriorsford Elementary. Oh wow. That's now a cool. lot of schools around the country have integrated so that, that. That is a way to help kids learn according to the way their brain yes, learns. You know, at their I, level. Yeah, exactly right. And they have more one-on-one -on -one with the teacher. That's great. So every day Susie and Johnny are the focus of the teacher. Not that they're not, but in the class yeah. of 22, right. it's a little harder sure. when it's just 22 all day. Now when they're small groups of eight, uh, it makes it a lot easier. And then yeah. the whole class comes together. Yeah. But at least it's a little bit different. Yeah, they're, um, they're getting that personalized attention so that they have the opportunity to hopefully speak up if they're not getting it and they can get a little bit more attention to, to, to learn the concepts that they need to learn to succeed. Exactly. That's great. I, mean, my, I mentioned before, my wife is a, a school teacher. She, was, she taught sixth grade for five years, stayed at home when our two boys were born, and now she's back. She teaches preschool and is the director of the preschool uh, uh, at, at the church we attend that has a preschool. And, uh, you know, she loves it. You know, she, when we went for a tour of kindergarten for our son, she was not back to school yet. And she just started getting teary in the halls, just being back in a school. Yep. And I said, "You got to go back." You know, like it was just—it wasn't even a question to me that she, you know, she was meant to do it. And you know, that's well, the kind of teachers that I would want my kids to have. And that's you know? the kind of teachers we have. Yeah. they're dedicated. 
They love our kids all the way through. My son's heard from some of his teachers at the lower level now they left off for college. Good luck. You know, he talked about a lot of them, how they helped him through. So, and that was the thing. This is the big thing for me. I was a parent right. through those 12 years. So my vested interest was, yes, my son was there, but I want an opportunity for all of them. Always be a parent. But, so I, I was involved a lot more. Right. Um, within the buildings, within the schools, as much as you can be. Yeah, you weren't an outsider trying to, you know, legislate without that common experience. No. And then some of the things that we put in place was the board goes back to school. So every November, board members are invited to go and take a full schedule one day. Oh, wow. And when I thought about the concept, the idea came up is not to go back and see what the teachers are doing. It has nothing to do <laughs> with that. It's to remember what it's like to be a student. Yeah. Because I'm going to be 47 tomorrow. Um, <laughs> you know, it's been a long time since I was in elementary school, right. middle school, high school. Same with other board members. You need to go back and see how it is so when we do talk about issues, now we can relate. Exactly right. So I've been back to Royersford Elementary and I did the math problems and I sat in little chairs and you look around the room and think, okay, now I know why they're asking for this. And I've been to the middle school and I've taken the high school classes, forget about Spanish and Italian yeah. or whatever it was. <laughs> it was awful. Um, you know, trigonometry. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. I don't want to remember any of this. <laughs> I knew um, I wasn't going to use it after school. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, no, I should have paid attention because yeah, right. now look how I look. <laughs> yeah. But then we did another program called um, Administrators with Class. Now, that was the same basic concept, to send back your principals into the classroom. Wow. So every quarter, the principals have to go back and substitute in one classroom to remember what it's like to be in the classroom. Because, again you become far removed from it. Our superintendent does it, our assistant superintendent does it, our principals all participate, they all go back into the classroom. So when, again, when you come up with concepts, you know what it's like. Right. When a teacher comes and says, look, I have a problem with this, this, and this, I, I could relate to you. Right. Um, it makes it a lot easier than to sit at the table and say, okay. Um, so we've put programs, we've tried to integrate different things into the district to make it more friendly, to make it, the board be more active within the community. My fellow board member and I, Tom DeBello and I, um, have been a team for eight years. And we've been back and forth between president and vice president. But the one thing when we first got on the board eight years ago, when I came back and he got on the first time, we said is we need to be at everything there is in this district. And we would go to every event. Wow. And it showed that the board cares. The board's involved. Right. Um, and we encouraged all the board to do that, and a lot of them do. I mean, we've got, our band is one of the top bands in the state. They have won every year wow. at the Mid-Atlantic competition. We're, we're, we've got to make more room now for the banners at hand. <laughs> um, we, we saw a girls basketball team with state champions a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, all of our, our teams are on, um, <clears throat> are outstanding. I mean, we, we get award after award after award. Uh, in the Pac-10. Well, now it's Pac-12, I think, but <laughs> was the Pac-10. Um, academically, we've seen our district grow, where the kids are going off to colleges. Our elementary schools, the different things that they're you know, putting into our elementary schools. It's a wonderful place. That's cool. Um, and the Springford community is a wonderful place to live. And you'll, you'll, you've seen a little bit I'm now. I'm learning it already, man. I'm like, I feel like, uh, yeah, I'm just, every day I say to my wife, like, we picked the right place. You, you did, know? because like, not only do you have a great education, and great community and businesses here. But we have one of the lowest tax bases right. anywhere. Crazy. We finally went to, got a zero tax last year. Wow. Um, worked to get, we cleaned up our business office. We changed things out. We didn't lose any staff. We didn't lose any programming. We, as a matter of fact, we added everywhere and still had a zero tax base. That's incredible. Um, so, I mean, you, unfortunately, it's, you can't go backwards. Yeah. Maybe someday we'll be able to. Yeah. 
but it's also to the growth of the community. Right. You saw that Springford was um, put number as one, one of the number right? one communities for growth and where to raise a family. Yeah. That's uh, a, yeah, it was the highest, the top ranked school district among an affordable, or what was it, most I affordable? Realtor.com. Yeah. yeah. Uh, most affordable. Most affordable area with the top school. Yeah, that's an incredible achievement right there. It's great. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, my my kids go to the school that my wife teaches and we're blessed for that. But one of my huge decisions was, uh, you know, based on a previous place where we had lived and rented, there was, and, and working in real estate, knowing the school districts and the taxes and all that, like I wanted to know that the taxes that I'm paying are going to the, the right things. Right. And I, you know, as I learned more and, and learned even before we purchased the house, I knew that it was the right place to be because I felt like my dollars were being used and, and the proof was in the pudding, so to speak. Exactly. And that's why I feel the same way. I mean, you know, when we bought way back when, you didn't know really where yeah. you were buying into. I, we couldn't have made a better decision yeah. than to live here. That's really great. Now, one of the things I thought was interesting, someone told me that unlike a lot of school districts, um, the kids from day one, elementary school, they are part of the Spring Ford tradition as opposed to having, uh, you know, being Ram Pride and all that. Like a lot of times schools have their own individual mascots, but something that's different here is that well, as soon as you start school, you're a Ram, yes. which I think is really cool because it, it keeps that really connectivity of the community. It was about, um, again, about six years ago, we went and looked at all the uh, different logos that Springport had. And um, we came out, I think they had 36 different Rams and different colors. <laughs> and we decided we're going to brand the district. Yeah. So the Ram that I'm wearing, the logo, this became the logo. Now we, And we said to all the organizations... You don't have to use this. I mean, if you're not affiliated, if you're not part of the district, you like the, um, the youth athletic leagues right. and the home and schools, you guys can go with what you want, um, but you're more than welcome to use it. And all of a sudden you saw Spring Forward, the logo with the branding, and it, it really generated that whole Ram feeling. So like you said, the day the kids enter school, they're Rams. That's awesome. From kindergarten to graduation. And there's a lot of play, too. You'll get now we have um, in Olympic days, we have the high school kids going over with the, the little kids and helping out on Olympic days. So it, it's yeah, a really nice really cool. way to merge the two together. Yeah, and I think it's really interesting that, you know, uh, in the time that I spent visiting the high school a few weeks ago and seeing, you know, the, the technological advances and the comments uh, about how they <laughs> went, people went to school and the equipment they learned on at school in, in college, I mean, was not as sophisticated and as advanced as the, the technology that's in the television studio at a high school, which yeah. is, I mean, that's really impressive. And I think that that is, uh, that's an incredible achievement as well. And especially if you're talking about tax dollars remaining low co- comparatively and to other school districts. It, Ram TV is a yeah. great resource for us. Um, not yeah, only what, for do you know offhand the channels that... Oh, I think it's 949 and 44 yeah. on um, Verizon. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Ram TV was a smaller type of deal when we had it years ago. And we had a community relations meeting and we sat across the table from um, Steve Bonnet, who used to, Steve, who just passed away, a great individual. Um, the, we call him the voice of Springford. He was wow. the guy who made the calls at 5 oh. in the morning told you didn't have school. Oh, wow. And we said to Steve, do 24-7 uh, programming. And Steve, like, lit up. Yeah. It was like, really? And he took it and ran with it. And wow. he made it into what it is today as Ram TV. That's so awesome. there's the, the Gridiron. There's Soup's On. There's On Board. Um, there's a variety of different programming. There's programming that our students do in the studio every day. 
um, it's really become a great thing. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's a beautiful studio. Yeah, it definitely really is. Beautiful. I was like, oh, a lot better than my little handheld camera and well, $20 lapel microphones that I'm fine. using. Fine. It all works. We all start somewhere, Exactly. Right? <laughs> That's great. So um, why don't you talk a little bit about what's next for you? Um, you are... So looking to get involved at a higher level. I am. I, like I said, I spent 12 years on the school board, and I decided this year that it was time for me to end my tenure. Um, my son graduated, and you know, I always said that I would do a shorter period, and I, I've been board president and thought this is a good time. And um, I've loved this community and love the greater community. I'm active throughout the community, and I decided, you know, I really want to be the state representative. I've seen the changes as, that we've been able to work here, and there's so much that opportunity in this community for growth mm. um, that I want to take a shot. So I ran last year, came very close, yeah. um, very close, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to go for it again next year uh, with the love and the passion of the Springford community and the outlying communities. We look at a community like Pottstown, which is ra raring, like Royersford, to become the next Phoenixville. Mm. You know, that downtowns are ready to go. I mean, yeah. this area we've seen grow dramatically here in Royersford. I know we're sitting here at the Main Street Cafe yeah. <laughs> watching the cars go by in droves. Right. Um, but it's the same thing in Pottstown. Um, and you look at the growth potential that's there. And as a state representative, what we can bring mm. and what we can do for the community. Um, one of my huge initiatives that I want to see is to bring the railroad back. Right. Um, the commuter rail that ran here till the 80s that disappeared. Well, it runs from Reading to King of Prussia. Hmm. And, you know, we have 150,000 cars a day on 422. We can take 10% of those cars off and put them on a commuter rail. These, it would bring these communities back. It would lessen traffic on 422. It would bring industry to yeah, these well, areas. For sure. Um, so it's really, it's a passion. And yeah. I really want to get there. To you just like the big trains, right? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, the big yeah. trains, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Sorry, I mean to be I'd a be the conductor and uh, yeah. blow the horn. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. <laughs> Would be. Yeah. I like the little trains, too. Yeah. You want uh, the little hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the whistle. Thomas the Tank Engine. You could come for visits from Strasbourg or something. Exactly. Yeah. I remember going out there. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, that's um, an incredible initiative to, uh, to try to undertake, for sure. It's a huge initiative, and it's yeah. something that won't happen your first year. It may yeah. not happen your second year, but it's going to be a fight that needs to happen. Right. And it's also, you know, being a state representative also means you need to bring things to our community. You need to fight for our community. Right. You need to put us on the map. We put Springford on the map without a doubt. Yeah. You know, like I said to you before, for years we said, um, we would say, what are they doing in Tredefrin? What are they doing in Lower Marion? What are they doing in Radnor? Now we're hearing some of them saying, what are they doing in Springford? How are they doing that in Springford? We need to do that. That's cool. It's the same thing in this whole region. Is yeah. Why can't we be what other regions are? Yeah, it, it brings people to... When they, when you look around, it, it brings you, that makes you step up your game. I would say instead of being, uh, you know, tearing other people down or whatever, but like just a, a general spirit of competition right. to, to say, yeah, why not us? You know, it's not a, it's not about tearing yeah, anybody down. Right. You know what? We all need to compliment each other. Mm -hmm. You know, you look and say, how they do it? We should, we should exactly try this. Right. And we're in such a great community that's innovative. The, that our community wants to do these things. I mean, our property values are soaring here. Yeah. It, you, you see it. You're in real estate. You can't hold on to houses. Right. People want to live in the Springport area. Um, there's no question. Yeah. Well, when I look at the state representative thing, area, 146, as it's called, yeah. that's the same thing that I want to bring to the rest of the region. Right. Um, we all should be proud of where we live, and I think we are proud of it. 
let's now fight and bring what we need. Let's put our people to work, you know, and, and bring us up to the next levels that we need to be. Yeah, um, that sounds great. What is the... Uh, what are the next steps or next dates for you that are, are key in your... The primary uh, next May next will May. be a, a okay. key position, and then next November, next the November. 18 election. So, okay. Um, but, um, you know, my tenure on the school board ends the end of November of this year. Um, it'll be something I'll miss. I can't even express how much yeah. I'm going to miss it. Um, but I feel it's a good time for me. November, you said, is yeah, what it ends? Yeah, the end of November. Uh, but I'm still an active member of the community. I'm on different committees. I serve on the community music school in Trap as a board member, perform at Steel River yeah. Theater. Um, at Petra Community Housing over here in Spring City and Roarysford, where we build housing for seniors, the disabled, and veterans. Uh, a board member on Petra's board, which is a wonderful organization. So I'm still very active, and I'm sure I'll get on another board or another yeah. activity in the area. Can't help um, yourself. No. Yeah. I love it. Um, and I love the area. Yeah. This is home. Yeah. You know, and you should be involved where you live. I agree. Um, as much as you can be. Yeah, I think that's great. Now, um, just for the viewer, what are some of the key responsibilities of the school board? Well, we wrap up? first and foremost is that every child has the best possible education that we can give them. Mm -hmm. um, second is to be responsible with the taxpayer money. It is the taxpayer money. I think the one thing people sometimes forget is the nine of us that sit at that table also pay property tax. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get a free ride. And we're volunteers. Yeah. Yeah. There's no financial benefit to us sitting on that board. Wow. There's no health benefits. There's no pension. There's no nothing. Yeah. So we all volunteer. And even if we disagree with each other, which we do, yeah. um, I still say we're all there for the right reasons as our community. Um, but our, our number one reason why we're there is for our students and to make sure they have the best possible education for an affordable education for what the community can afford. Yeah. Um, that's really what our responsibility is. Yeah, I think that's great. It's, it's important that people understand that, I think, especially because, obviously, whatever side of the aisle you fall on, things are interesting <laughs> in our country. And I think that reminding people that when it works well, it's people who are doing it because they care, not because right. they're getting a paycheck. You know, we talked about it with, with the borough council, how that's... You know, they That's throw the, them a couple dollars yeah. or something, but it's like everybody has jobs. Right. Everybody is doing this above the 40 or 50 hours they're working. And that's that's when you know that whether you agree with the decision or not, it's coming from a place of someone who is doing it for the right reasons. And I think that's really important. One of the reasons why I was looking forward to talking with you, because I think the more we can be transparent about those things, I think the better. Well, and you said it. This is not about what political party you belong right. to. Nor is the state. Yeah. I mean, as much as it is, it's yeah. not. It's about community. Yeah. It's about hearing the other people live in your community, your neighbors, your friends, your business owners, and saying, what do you want to change? How can we do better by you? That's what these offices are about. That's what the school district's about. We never, ever played politics. We played the community. Yeah. And played it in that we need to do what's right in our community. So we all play in this together. Our neighbors are in it. Our teachers are in it. Our administrators, the board. We're all one team playing together. It's not, well, we're the board, yeah. and you're the teachers, and you're, yeah. the, and you're the... No, it's all of us are one. Right. Um, and I think that's where we lose sight of it, even on the national level. Right. We're all Americans. Exactly. We should all be playing together here, because yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, it affects every one of us. Right. Um, so that's really what... I, I think that the cohesiveness of the school board is what's moved this district to where it is. Right. And I've been proud to say that I've sat 
as president and vice president over the years, and as, of course, a board member, yeah. um, and been able to move this district. And I hope as we go into the state, we do the same thing right. there. So can we expect to see you knocking on doors and everything again? Oh, it's you'll coming. be seeing me <laughs> yeah. knocking on doors. I'll be at your door. Don't okay, worry about I'm it. sure you will. <laughs> Make sure you have some water or something yeah. when I get there. <laughs> yeah, especially when it's starting to get those hot months of May and everything oh, in the well, primary I mean, time. When we did it last year, I remember one neighborhood <laughs> we went in, the guy felt so bad for us. We, we left the door. We went like three houses later, and he's coming. He's jogging down the street. I'm like, and he's got two bottles of water for oh, us. That's he's like, great. That's the community right it's there. Exactly yeah. right. <laughs> that's great. You want to come in and sit for a little while? I'd yeah. love to, but I know if I come in, I'm not going out that's again. Right. Like, that's why I always say, like, if I sit down right now, anytime someone offers me a chair, I'm not going to get back. No, you just say, I'll get through <laughs> and I'll be done. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, Joe, this was awesome. Thank you so much for. Uh, for sitting down with me and being uh, featured on Discover Spring Ford. So if you, uh, if you want, this is the opportunity at the end of the show. I always give people an opportunity to point people to websites, social media, that they can follow along with your journey and, and, and support what you're doing next. So I want to thank you, first of all, for asking me to oh, be here. Thanks. This is a great and a great concept, what you're doing. I also want to thank Anthony, who owns the Main yes, Street, Cafe, Street Cafe, for allowing us to use uh, this area. As far as my own um, political career, you can follow me at CericiForPA.com. I'm also on Facebook as Joe Cerisi um, for PA representative. You can find me on Facebook. Um, and then in December, if you want to come see me in the Christmas Carol, I'll give that <laughs> yeah. Steel River Playhouse a, a plug here. Yeah, right. Um, Starring as Scrooge in uh, a Christmas Scrooge Carol. In a Christmas Carol at Steel River Playhouse in Pottstown. Yeah, so, so that's a, a great thing too. to be part of. And I love the, the theater community, as you do. And yeah. I'm sure somewhere along the way we'll get to share the stage together. That would be really funny, actually. Um, <laughs> it would be a good time, for sure. Uh, but um, thank you again. Yeah, no problem. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. That's all the time we have for today on Discover Springfort. I want to thank you for watching and take a moment to remind you to have some cold water in your refrigerator just in case Joe comes knocking on your door sometime soon. Until next time, get out there and discover all the great things that Springfort has to offer. We'll see you next week on Discover Springfort.